Hi, everyone. Welcome to They Had Fun. I'm Rachel, and I'm back with another amazing story about New York City. But as you can tell, probably I'm coming off the tail end of a cold, so I don't sound like my usual self. So uh, we're going to keep this short but sweet, but what was I going to do? Not give you Rachel's Rex? No. So here we go. Let's get started with number one. It is Keep the Meter Running. It is a new series on TikTok from Kareem Rama. It is so, so fucking good. He gets in a cab. He talks to the driver and just says, take me wherever you want to go. Take me to the places you like, and I'll just pay you for the entire time. It is just such a great look into New York City. You get to see some of the places they go to. He has engaging conversations with them. And all these taxi cab drivers, they just rule. I mean, there's no other way to put it. They're interesting, just like every New Yorker. And I've just loved watching these videos. I think they're so great. I hope they turn it into a full series. I would love to see it. Keep the meter running with Kareem Rama. Okay. On to my second one. I'm telling you, these are going to be quick because I sound like shit. Number two is spicy Chinese cuisine in Forest Hills. Okay. It's spelled spicy, like S-P-Y-C. You see what they did there? It's a little play on the words, but it's a Chinese restaurant leaning towards Sichuan. It's in Forest Hills. I went there like a few weeks ago, a month ago. Absolutely delicious. Of course, the food was spicy, which I love. They had a lot of veggie options. They had huge portions. We went with friends. You can get anything you want. I would have to say one of the highlights for everyone at the table was this eggplant appetizer that you kind of smash in this little mortar and pestle. It was absolutely delicious. Sing Tao by the bottle. What do you want me to say? It's great Chinese food. I love it. Go check it out. It's in Forest Hills. That's it. Those are the Rachel's Rex. On to my guest. I'm so excited to talk to him. If you follow They Had Fun on Instagram, which if you aren't, what are you doing? I've said this a million times times. The first video we put out of just a slice of life of New York City uh, was featuring him being incredible at Summer Streets. And it has like over, I don't know, 9,000 views already or something, which is pretty great. And then it speaks to how charismatic and incredible he is. So we're going to introduce him with one title and one title only, and that is an entertainer. Please welcome to the show, Jay Hype. Oh my gosh, Rachel. Thank you so much. Uh, I'm having fun right now yeah. <laughs> success episode over yeah, exactly done oh <laughs> uh, thank you for having me I'm so excited to have you because as I was saying you know the way that I strong-armed you into being in the show is I took this video of you when I was on summer streets got out to my favorite event of the year yes yeah, and I happened to get this wonderful moment of you working the crowd with your stop sign and this lovely older woman passing through the sidewalk and you were singing and she was dancing and you guys were having a moment together and everyone loved it and then everyone on the internet loved it and it was just so great and then I was so lucky to go back a following week and you were there and we got to connect and now I have you on the show so it's just that they had fun miracle yes so thank you for being on and I guess my first question right out of the bat is going to be what made you decide to work for summer streets is it something you've always done is it a volunteer gig give us the in on summer streets I've been doing summer streets for uh, about six to seven years with the company uh 24 um seven for those of you that don't know or listening in on what summer streets is all about have no idea basically in new york city three saturdays in august uh a one strip of new york city one lane one street gets closed off for new yorkers anyone that wants to ride bike walk run frolic uh skip uh their new york streets <laughs> and uh, we have various of people uh, such as myself, to make sure that the experience is um, positive and healthy and um, also productive. You know, for some, it was like a mundane job. It was just like, hey, all right, the light changed. Everyone stop. <laughs> oh, all right. Oh, 
Sorry about that. I meant go. So I took it upon myself to just go above and beyond to make sure that uh, New Yorkers receive that, that love and that experience that is New York. Well, I have to say in that sense of everything you just outlined, mission accomplished because there, you oh, know, no, nothing against anyone else who's working, but maybe there's people who are more interested and less interested. Let's say that. And you really brought it like you made it fun for everyone on that ride. You made it entertaining. You made it interesting. You know, you could just see every time when I went uptown or downtown and when I crossed the street, you were at people were like, oh, like, oh, it's so, oh, it's him. Like, it's, and everyone's laughing and having a good time. So mission accomplished. I appreciate that. One thing I've been seeing a lot that you're doing that we can touch on briefly is you, I don't even know what the title is for this. So it's going to fall under entertainment, but you are like the crowd hype man for the Karamo show. Is that right? Yes, I am uh, the warm-up entertainer for Karamo. I've been uh, the warm-up entertainer for the last six years. I had no idea one could even apply for it or do it and get paid. But yeah, for Karamo and also for Steve Wilkos, um, who was the bodyguard for Jerry Springer, who I've also warmed up yes. this oh, show for. Wow. Yes. Wow. You you probably got some stories with all of that. Well, the first day, um, I was unaware <laughs> of the energy that the crowd was going to bring me. But the main area is this ground to ceiling glass wall that allows everyone from the outside to look right inside our building. But there was a situation where this woman turned up. She sees us um, through this glass uh, wall. <laughs> I want in. Yeah, come on in. So we, we, we screen her in, da 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 And she just screams out, I want my Jerry Springer beats. <laughs> so I'm like, you know, you're going to get your beats, but let's do this. You see our battle of the sexes. Let's, let's have a dance contest, girl. You showed up. You saw us do our thing. Let's do it. As soon as I uh, cue the music, the entire audience in the lobby of 250 people literally goes crazy and I look up and her shirt is completely off no bra she is in a full Ringling Brothers Barnum and Bailey circus juggling act with a movies the the, uh, line producer of Jerry Springer she goes hey you you gotta you can't have people just take off their tops and just do that. And I'm like, listen, I was unaware that we could, that she was going to do that. Um, you can fire me now. I, I don't, I don't need this job. I'm, I'm sorry. Um, so that was, so that was my first day. You know what I'm saying? My first day um, at the Jerry Springer show, warming up that audience. And from there, the other shows took to notice of the energy that apparently I bring. And so Maury, himself said we need this guy to show up so yeah it was uh <laughs> something to behold and uh from there on i plenty of stories since and with karamo it's going to be a good time it's just so interesting it's such an interesting job to have uh like you were saying like not one you knew necessarily you could get paid for or apply for and that it all has like worked out for you and you've done it this long and like there's so many great videos of you online just warming up the crowds and everything you're saying like dancing being excited you can see singing singing everyone feel it like 
I'm so excited for you that you found this avenue to do it. And I'm I'm going to do it because I have to. Uh, it seems like New York might be one of the only places in the world that maybe, maybe we'll, okay, I guess we could throw in LA, but a place where something like this would be a possibility for you. So it's going to move me perfectly into my first question, which is always, when did you move to New York? I would say in 2018, 2019, uh, yeah, 2017, exactly. Uh, New Rochelle, <laughs> um, Westchester area with my brother, born in Brooklyn, raised in East Orange, New Jersey. So I would kind of consider myself a Jerseyan. But my dream. Um, wait, wait, wait. You were you were born in Brooklyn? Born in Brooklyn. Uh, that's, like, no, uh, that's that's your that's your when did you move to New York? That's your story. You were born in Brooklyn. You're a native New Yorker. Yeah, I appreciate that. But you know how New Yorkers <laughs> are. Give me, you know, the New York test shows up. I got to start naming landmarks, the, the name of that cat in the bodega. You know, so for me, um, unfortunately, I don't have all of those checked off. But I am proud to say I do mention that I was born in Brooklyn. You know, uh, bets die, do a die. And then at that point, moved to East Orange, New Jersey. From there, um, really had a serious upbringing in Jersey. And the aspirations of being a uh, full-fledged improv actor, uh, rest in spirit, after watching Chris Farley, March of 1993 on Saturday Night Live. I'm only saying that because that's when I knew, like, I want to be in the city. I want to be him. And I want to... This is my passion. This is my goal. This is who I think I am. Oh, wow. Yeah. From there, I um, tried every single thing to reach to that point. For me, the aura of New York has been always around Saturday Night Live. Saturday Night Live for me. Oh, this is so great. I love hearing this. We haven't really had anyone talk about this yet. And it is such a New York institution. So it's so wonderful to hear that for you. That's what you were seeing. And then, okay, so now we're on to question two, which is why did you move to New York? It seems to be the answer is watching Saturday Night Live and being like, I want to be yeah, one of these people. Exactly. And I just wanted to be a part of that energy. And I thought that, you know, maybe being in the city would kind of morph me into that. I mean, New York being in Jersey, East Orange, the outskirts of it, I felt that um, that was the perfect place to be. So Luckily, with my brother, who's also entertaining himself, we somehow finally moved to White Plains and said, hey, let's um, let's do it. And so, you know, much like any New Yorker, it's a struggle right there, struggling, <laughs> striving. But but we're, we're, we're pulling through. We are committed into our dreams. I am so just inspired and impressed talking to you. Oh, this wow. energy of coming here with a dream and you're being like, and I'm and I'm fucking doing it. This is my dream and I'm not going to stop. Yeah. You are working in entertainment as your profession. I don't know. I, I A lot of times I'll ask about first apartments or neighborhoods or all these things, but I'm not even quite sure we need that because I think the story stands on its own. I came because I saw these people who floored me with comedy and I thought that's what I want to do. And I was so close but I had to get there. And that's what really matters. Oh, you're about to make me tear up. No, no, it means a lot to me. Uh, seriously, uh, I, I appreciate that. And I think knowing all of these things about you with your incredible heart and the reason you came here and knowing that you're accomplishing these things, you're going to have a good one for us. So I have to ask you the most important question of the show, which is J-Hype, what is the most fun you've ever had in New York? I think the most fun I've had was the Saturday, the month before the world shut down. So a good friend of mine from college, she was getting married at the time and she invited me to her wedding. And for me, 
I just wanted to celebrate their love and go uh, hard to the paint. Usually when it comes to <laughs> weddings, you have a gift uh, or a gift card or anything like that. And I'll say this now because it's been years um, ago, but I wanted to go hard into paint and spend a lot of money. Uh, why? <laughs> because I won a, a, a game show prior to this wedding that I finally got the big money check for. Wait, you you won a game show or run a game show? I won. You won a game show? I won a game show. What game show did you win? The Misery Index. So the game is essentially you're given a, a, a painful situation and you have to rate based on this index, where would that traumatic uh, experience be? And uh, because of my guess, I got $30,000. <laughs> wow, that's a shit ton of money. Well, well uh, it goes by quick, especially <laughs> if you're a New Yorker and, and uh, you know, have loans. Okay? Also, if you're trying to uh, really be flamboyant and show off to all of your college friends by buying them an extravagant wedding. Right, exactly. <laughs> I know I'm not going to get married. I'm team single forever, right? Bum, bum, bum. <laughs> if I were to get married, I would want a bus. I would want a bus that would take me all over New York City. Oh my God. I would want a bus that would have everything that I need in the bus, all expense paid, don't have to worry about it. And then I would want that bus to take me home because I am too much right now for anybody to try to find a way out to get home. And <laughs> for the sake of love, for the sake of their friendship, that's what I did. <laughs> and my hand before you come to the wedding. I now pronounce you husband and wife. Awesome. Incredible. Everyone's giving out gifts, cards. I go up to the bride. I say, hey, how you doing? We need to go. So, what are you talking about? Let me know when you're ready. I have your gift outside. Um, uh, I have something outside. And I need you and the groom to meet me. Um, thank you so much. My plan was to get a bus and explore New York City. Wait, where was the wedding? The wedding was in Wayne, New Jersey. Wayne, New Jersey. So, oh my God. I want a friend like right, you. Right? Yeah. So, well, yes. Because I want a game show. But uh, <laughs> so now, three, two, one, let's kiss the bride. Hey, we need to go right now. Boom. After I take a whole blunt to the face, let's do it. The bus driver shows up. First off, props to the crew, to the bus company. They gave it to me. Pristine, clean, stripper pole in the middle. Drinks <laughs> on deck, on the sides, comfy couches, plug in your uh, iPhone, Wi-Fi on the bus. Wow. So, I, you know, I make sure that everything was accounted for. Balling. No one was aware that uh, they were going to be taking this excursion with me. I was just thinking, what did the bride and groom say? Were they on board? The bride was on board. The groom was kind of like, hey, okay, so what we doing? And yeah. I said, don't worry about it. I got you. We're going to have a good time. This is crazy. Uh, we get on the bus. I turn on the music. Of course, I call it a uh, booty popping, twerkation <laughs> mix um, for the bride and groom. She's getting down. Everyone is on the strip pole because they were unaware of it. Um, in the travel of going to Brooklyn, I call up Brooklyn Bowl and say, hey, um, how you doing? I spoke to the manager earlier. I have about 50 people showing up right now. <laughs> I need about three lanes and open bar. Um, also uh, uh, like a food platter of some kind. The guy who was on the phone goes, I'm not the manager. This is a lot 
hold on. <laughs> he gets the other person um, 20 minutes later, finalized that we have four lanes, all expense paid, open bar, all you can wow. eat for the bride and groom. Wow. This is all out of love. So while we, we stopped at, uh, we made our first pit stop at Brooklyn Bowl. The security guard goes, what the fuck is going on? The bride <laughs> comes out <laughs> with, you know, second outfit on. I made sure everybody goes through as a drunk, stoned as chaperone. Everyone walks in and they have a top to bottom, round for round, four lane bowling match. I'm going to be honest with you. I do not remember who won, but in my eyes, everybody did uh, because they were fully <laughs> drunk fully fed on someone else's tab <laughs> yes well the game show tab uh, yeah, yeah, not, not yeah. necessarily mine but it wasn't <laughs> over yet uh, <laughs> i saw <laughs> the bus is waiting for us where are we going we are going to public records public <laughs> records is a, it's another great spot like your go-to venue for just incredible customer service music and um good vibes so i wanted to kind of bring that to the New Jerseyans, half of which I had no idea that at two o'clock in the morning, we're going to get back on this damn bus. So that's where we are. 2 a.m. 2 a.m. Yes. Uh, yes. Thank you. So for that. We've we've been through a wedding. We've sat in the tunnel traffic. Tunnel we've traffic. gone to Brooklyn Bowl and had a full bowling uh, tournament, uh, unlimited drinks. And now we're at 2 a.m. and we're getting ready to go. Somewhere. Yeah. <laughs> now we're getting ready to go to the club. Yeah. We go to public records again the same pattern the security guard is like what yeah <laughs> did you call in before this like what's happening would you say that 50 people made it to public records uh i would say that 35 people okay, made we had a few, public... few yes 35 is still a great number you gotta say for 2 a.m after all of this i mean for 2 a.m with an open bar at a wedding open bar on a bus, Ooh, open bar, yeah. rocking bowling balls. Yeah. 2.30 with 35 people. You know, I'm proud. I'm proud of you. Yeah, that's great. Um, but, you know, uh, 2 o'clock turns into 3 o'clock. 3 o'clock turns into 4.30. 4.30 turns into 6 o'clock. Hey, y'all. It's time to get back on the bus. <laughs> it's time for the real party. Oh, my God. <laughs> I kid you not. The bride and groom and all 34, excluding my brother, who is like looking at me like, yes, yeah, son, get on this bus. I promise you, this is going to be great. And and for some, you know how it is. Like, no, we're going to get on the bus. I got to use the bathroom first. Let me use the, yeah, no, it's, in the yeah, it's on the bus. Yeah, no, yeah. No, I want to I use it at Brooklyn. I want to use it yeah. at a SUVs from Uber and Lyft. Just disappear. Disappear, yeah. 35, 35 <laughs> turns into 10. 10 is still good for 4.30. Right? Where are you taking them? That's what I want to know. Where are you going? We are going to the basement. Oh, I don't now, know. Now, the basement is a knockdown center. Oh. Yes. Wow, you're taking them on a journey. This is great. I appreciate that. Um, Everyone at that point said their goodbyes to me at 11.30. <gasps> 11.30. Are you serious? This might be a they had fun record book. So are you guys dancing at the basement? So you're dancing for like five hours or whatever that would be. Are you like well, still drinking at this point? Are you paying for people's tabs still at this point? Here's here's where it gets tricky, right? <laughs> After open bar, wedding, open bar, bus, open bar, bowling, open bar, public records, open yeah. bar, the basement. I think at that point, 
Poland Springs is my best friend. <laughs> That's when the bride goes, hey, I think we need to go. I think we need to, I think we need to get out of here. Thank you, Jay Hype, for my for our wedding gift. Yeah. We're tapped out. We gotta get out of here. The bus is taking you home. What? Yeah. yeah. It's the bus is taking you home. Yeah. Oh my God, I don't have to call. No, no, no. So all 10 got on the bus and I waved to them like, you know, Fantasy Island on their on their voyage home back to Jersey. I myself being that we were still in the city in Brooklyn, myself and uh, my brother, we took uh, an Uber to Grand Central and uh, got on the first train heading out uh, on the Metro North. And um, before you know it, we woke up and everything was shut down. Oh my God. Oh my God. You've taken yeah. us on such a journey. I completely forgot about the fact that this was like pre COVID and this was right. Wow. This was about two weeks before the lockdown. Like legit. You know what? I bet you everyone. Okay. I bet so many thoughts in my mind of this incredible story, but <laughs> I bet you everyone who left early two weeks later was so fucking mad at themselves that they didn't stay. And I bet you everyone who did stay and I bet you everyone who just came even for a portion of it was so happy that it happened, that it happened at all. They were like, thank you, J-Hype, that we experienced this because we're, our life is over now. And, and not only that, I did hear during the pandemic that an announcement was made that they were having a beautiful baby girl. And I said to myself, hold on. I like to credit that entire wedding gift <laughs> as them, yes, of as them, a <laughs> uh, birth in that child, creating that child. Yeah, <laughs> life was made. <laughs> okay, you're welcome. <laughs> you're welcome. Exactly. I love this story so much. I love all of the elements. I love all the. Places. Honestly, one of my favorite things about it is, is your personality sounds very similar to mine, where I am that friend where I'm like, you're not going home. No, we're going to go somewhere else too. They could be very annoying to some people, but if you can just give into it, you might have the greatest night of your life two weeks before the world shuts down. This is for you. Yes. I'm only doing this for you. I love everything about this story, beginning to end. You did it out of the sheerness of winning a real or winning a TV show, your friend's wedding, taking them to multiple stops, everyone drinking, the stripper pole. I mean, it's one thing after another. And the ultimate reward being that, you know, that it happened right before the world shut down. And I love that. And it's such a great story. Thank and you. it's so you and it's perfect energy and it's so New York. And now, unfortunately, I have to ask you my last question of the show. And oh my goodness, we'll see what you have to say. But it's been so much fun talking to you. So what is your favorite thing about New York City? My favorite thing about New York City is amazing people like you that allow me to be who I am, even though like other artists go through it where it's like, is this is this what I'm supposed to be doing? You know, we all go through that. And so amazing people like yourself that, you know, for a, a moment that showed up, you know, at Summer Streets of all places to be like, whoa, I'm digging whatever the hell he's doing. Everyone seems to be responsive. And this person who are complete strangers, you know, respect and are, and are, are loving this energy and find that in everyone and everything. It's something that, I never, 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 never take for granted. And I'm always blessed and highly favored that I'm able to do. And I'm very blessed that amazing people like yourself notice that. Okay. Well, we're, we're thank you. That's very nice of you to say, but we're 
We're not, it's, it's not amazing people like me. It's the amazing people of New York city, but that is very kind of you to say that. Yes. But I know exactly what you mean. It's the people of New York. It's this spirit. It's all of these people. And you're, you're saying it wonderfully about even something as simple as being out on summer streets can bring all of these people together. It's been an absolute pleasure. I like to continue <laughs> hopefully bumping into a lot more people to yeah. uh, have more moments. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> Well, thank you so much for that incredible story. Thank you for taking your time to be on the show. I'm so glad that I randomly met you on the streets of New York City. So thank you so much for being on. Uh, truly an honor. Thank you. Oh, well, we have to give the sign off of all sign offs. And that is thanks, New York. They had fun. <laughs> <laughs>